Hey there, fellow nerds and ne'er-do-wells, and welcome back to another episode of the Adventurers Anonymous podcast, the home of improvised fantasy fucknuggetry. Join us week by week as a rotating cast of geeks sip cocktails, play Dungeons and Dragons, and seek a glorious death. Now, unbelievably, on this most auspicious of occasions, our 30th episode, we actually have the full cast gathered together all at the same time. Lewis having recently returned from touring rural Bolivia with his band, Airdrawn Dagger. So, let's get the PSA out of the way. We say this every week, but it is worth noting that the content from here on in is not suitable for little ears. It's mostly improvised and entirely inappropriate. Listener discretion is advised. Right, fairly sure that covers everything off you need to know. So without further ado, go grab yourself a drink, pull your chair closer to the fire, and come join Chris, Chris, Matt, Chanel, Lewis, and myself for this week's episode of the Adventurers Anonymous podcast. Please enjoy. Because we're live, and that's what you do when you're live, apparently. And because we've got a full house... Yay! I wrote you all little intros because wow. you can't. <laughs> you, come on, where's the energy? Woo! Intros, fucking yeah! <laughs> there you go. Because the intros went so well, we've got more intros. First off, we have the Prince of Perversion, the Lord of Louche, the voice of Aristobulus. It's our very own Lewis Budden. Mm. How you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. It's nice to be back. How are you? I'm all right. That wasn't that wasn't a great deal of love there for your intro. Mm, it was a pleasurable moan. I'll have you know, <laughs> or oh, cattle. <laughs> you know what? You've already upgraded to a PG thirteen. Mm, see, there you go. Now it has context. That's not a pleasurable moan. That that seems like you're... It's like more like an old mower. <laughs> nothing more pleasurable than an old mower. That's what they say. There's nothing more erotic than the sound of an old mower. <laughs> That's what they say. That's definitely what some people have, have said, right? Yep. I think so. It, it's becoming a thing. It's catching on. All right. Next up and voicing everyone's favorite green bandit, we have the fecal foul staff himself, Chris Rag. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, thanks. Yeah? You're sporting your winter jumper. Keeping it autumnal. Naturally, we couldn't have one without the other. It's a secret to Chris's Roy. It's none other than the voice of Tatty, your friend of mine, Chris Neal. Don't look at me like that. I'm not looking at you like anything. How you doing, gang? <laughs> Everyone feeling golden? Gang, gang. Yeah. Let's, oh, do you know what? We should keep your friend and mine as a rolling thing. I like that. I feel like people haven't said that since the 90s. Like, your friend of mine. <laughs> everyone, everyone you introduce has to be your friend of mine. <laughs> feels, very, feels very Michael Parkinson, Bruce Forsyth. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting big Dale Winton energy from you. Thank <laughs> you, what, dead? Yeah. He's not, he's not dead. Uh, Dale Winton's not dead. Is yes, he? he is. Is he? Is he? Jesus Christ. I'm really sorry for uh, listeners. Dale Winton is indeed dead, depending on when you're listening to this. <laughs> What? Do you think if I listen in five years' time that he'll be alive? Do you want any experience? He's like Walt Disney. He's frozen, according to Google. (laughs) I was going to do a callback to our Q and A episode. I was going to say, "What news with you?" Uh, Ah, do not remember that? No. No, Jesus Christ. You guys do a lot of recreational drugs between episodes. Matt told us about how people used to ask what news with you when they met. 
What is a real cancer? God almighty, why do I even write this content for you? We don't live in the numbers like you do. (laughs) (laughs) No amount of editing is going to make this look interesting. Holy shit, Dale Winton died in 2018. How bad is that? That's what I was looking at. My brain was processing that. What did he die of, Matt? Have you got that information? (laughs) Sadness. I don't think it says. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, He got the tip of his penis caught in a shopping trolley, but nobody was there to hear him. Yeah. That's the way he died like he lived, you know. He did. He did. Right, next up. Next up in helping us prevent this podcast becoming predominantly male, pale, and stale is the beloved national treasure. Even COVID itself couldn't kill her. Fresh from the Hellmouth, it's Chanel. Hello. Were rumours of your death over-exaggerated? I beat COVID. I am now COVID. Wow. <laughs> you are now COVID. now COVID. Interesting direction. I like it. Over. You took it over from the inside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come to a respirator near you. Proud of you. Chanel Williams. And of course, lastly, we have the scaly thirst trap himself. The voice of everyone's favourite dragonborn, Matt Durant. Any wise words? Bazinga! Oh, that's that's what the kids are saying, isn't it? <laughs> like in the nineties, yeah. Yeah, was... I heard this new show. It's going to be real big, real soon. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Have you guys, guys watched Friends yet? It's about these these no. group of guys and girls. Friends. <laughs> you'll never you'll never guess, yeah. They're friends. <laughs> Dale Winton died of natural causes, FYI. <laughs> I really feel like we're going to get Dale Winton facts just spotted in throughout this episode. <laughs> I, I feel like that's a, that, that's a cover when something like not cool happens. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Natural causes. This is an international podcast, all right? So people aren't going to know who the fuck Dale Winton well, is. That's, that's on them, isn't it? People in Brazil yeah. should be Googling Dale Winton, D A L E. U-I-N-T-O-N. Okay, go on YouTube and check out Supermarket Sweep because it's fucking great. And this week's sponsor? Oh, Dale Winton. Wow. We have, we have a yeah. few sponsors this week, I believe, don't we? When I, you know, check check notes. Uh, do tell us. Oh, let me check notes. Ruffle paper, ruffle paper. Um, let's not forget our main sponsor this week, um, Aunt, Aunt Lucy's Libido Laxatives. Two in one, I've got written down. Thank you, as always, for the support. Aunt Lucy, um, it's much appreciated. Aunt Lucy's libido. In what order do you think it, like, works? <laughs> I mean, you know, you try them and you find out. I think we're getting some... Uh, that's, the, that's, getting the tag, that's, the, that's the tagline for it. Try it and find out. Wink. <laughs> All I know is it's a, two in, it's a two in one, and I've heard it works wonders. <laughs> Two in one. Oh, we're getting some products sent to the HQ, so uh, to the office. This is what Dale Winton died of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too many, too many sweet Aunt Lucy's. God, <laughs> Jesus two in Christ! One. Two in one, baby. Libido laxative. So, thank you as always to the great folk over at Aunt Lucy's Libido laxatives. We'd just like to say a massive sorry to the Dale Winton estate <laughs> and point out that he did not die of. <laughs> over himself. We don't know that. In a way, it's natural. We, you can't confirm or deny it's natural causes, all right? Well, having a squeaky clean back passage. Well, that's one thing. That, do you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Moving on. I think you did. I did. Right, anyway, that's, 
that's seven minutes that our listeners will never get back. So let's crack the fuck on with a recap. Last we left off with our intrepid adventurers, they were making the most of their life behind bars. Well, most of them were. Belsiar, however, was instantly accosted by guards for an infringement of the prison for an infringement of the prison's strict no magic policy. Truncheon to the ground and dragged by his ankles, he was deposited in an oubliette where he was offered some time to reflect on his indiscretions. Soon realising he was not alone, he met a fellow dragonborn, a not unattractive female of his species, with whom he formed an instant bond, and they soon whiled away the hours in laughter and intimate reflection. Sadly, Belsiar's love life was about as successful as his anal husband. <laughs> An animal? <laughs> Sadly, Belsiar's love life was about as successful as his animal husbandry. And just as he was about to embrace his newfound paramour, she turned out to be all kinds of hostile to his advances. She, in fact, went as far as to try and leech the source of his magic powers out of him, having stabbed him in his recently healed ribs. He somehow managed to sally forth a defence of his squishy bits, and having disarmed her, he beat her half to death with a thigh bone that he'd found lying around. As ever, Belsiar was unable to finish with all the pressure he had on him <laughs> and let her live. Despite her repeated request to get on with it and finish her off. Oh. Whilst this was going on, our green friend Hanash had a day trip to the doctor's office and had asked if he could see about removing the metal spike from his head. After a thorough examination, the doctor announced that there was little they could do for him but strap up his spike with a rubber ball. Although this was, the was not the medical resolution our broad-shouldered friend was after, it did, however, give him the opportunity to make friends with the doctor and get himself in consideration for the role of prison nurse. On the way back to his cell, he stumbled upon a ruckus as he spied a handful of prisoners beating the living shit out of another prisoner. As the blows rained down on the prone figure, Hanash managed to make out the small face and realised it was none other than the figure of Caleb, a man he had befriended in the exercise yard earlier that morning. Caleb had informed him that he had documented all the different prisoners in his little book and that he had found an attempt by some of the prisoners to break out. However, as things currently stood, it looked like Caleb had the life expectancy of a Tamagotchi. And that is where we will pick up. Wow, so a lot has been happening. Some of it doesn't sound good. No, no, no. <laughs> Not all of it was very good. Last week's episode was basically the Hanash episode. Okay, that was his spin-off. Last week was so fucking <laughs> funny. Like, I was just in tears for, like, the last 15. You had a rubber, a, a rubber ball attached. That's He's got a, he's got a little rubber ball. <laughs> you guess where the other That's one pretty went. good. <laughs> and you're a nurse in, the, in a jail, in a, in a prison. Hopefully. Wow. He's not a nurse yet. He's got the possibility of becoming one if he keeps his head down. Fantastic. So I'm in the jail. Hanash is a nurse, hopefully. Yeah. Matt is... And Maud is avoiding spiders. Yeah. Matt, what 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 happened? What happened there? Oh, this is so good. It makes me sound like some... some you, you've made me sound like some disgusting <laughs> serial sex pervert killer. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it was. I, he was saying the things out loud, and none of it sounded good. 
You somebody rejected no. a character rejected your advances, so you killed them <laughs> quite graphically, possibly with help. Wow! This is this is this is how those those nasty stories about Prince Andrew got started. <laughs> oh God! Oh. Oh. No. He, he didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> they have scales. They don't have sweat glands. Oh God! Fucking like a man who thinks he can't sweat. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Who's the Jeffrey Epstein of this party then? I think we all know. It's all Tatty. We know it's Tatty. <laughs> so. Let's kick the storyline off with Hanash. You find yourself now uh, standing in the corridor with a guard next to you, obviously, who's escorting you back to your cell. And you look over and there is obviously a bunch of people kicking the shit out of Caleb on the floor. I uh, point to the guard. I'm like, look over there, there's a ruckus. The guard looks at you, looks at them, looks at you, and then goes to shepherd you along. Okay. Oh, now i got to stand up for my boy. Um... I'm gonna. So, so, like, how are we positioned? Like, so, like, is he like? Where is he in relation to the fight? Is he like in my way, or is he on the other side? He's currently standing between you and the fight. He's holding a baton, and you're just in your prison outfit. Fight's about fifteen feet behind him. As you just see a good old scuffle, it's like a good old fashioned pylon. All right. So, what's a pylon? It's like a uh, what do you call it? A you know, a pylon. pylon? Yeah. A bundle. A bundle, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like people jumping on each oh. other. Oh, pile on top of each other. If they were adults, you would think it was sexual. No, every, everyone has their clothes on. In a shit one. <laughs> <laughs> where's, the, where's the baby oil? <laughs> <laughs> or gravy, if you're a real northern. A real northern one. <laughs> gravy in the fucking bedroom. <laughs> you're you're so fucking southern, honestly. You're so southern, it's painful. Gravy in the bedroom, <laughs> of course. I think it's more custard. Where there. else does it go? I've always been more of a caviar kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> so what, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna take my ball off my wiener and then. I'm going to drop it, and I'm going to go to pick it up, and I'm going to, like, kind of slip, like, kind of spin around him and, like, run towards the fight and kind of try and break it up. Sure. Okay. This is not sneaky. This is audacious. Okay. We don't have any sneaky rolls here. All right. Okay. Well, for the sake of it, as you slowly pull the ball off the end of your (laughs) appendage, you drop it (laughs) on the floor, bend down, doing the classic whoops maneuver, and as you go down to pick it, the guard looking down at you, you rush off like a bolt of green towards the fight with the guard just behind you as you arrive just in time to see uh, poor Caleb vanish under a rain of blows as you see a man pull a shiv out. I drop kick him. You drop kick the man. All right, maybe a, um, for the sake of this, we're going we're gonna to start, um, make me an unarmed strike. Yeah. Although, were you ever truly unarmed? If you well, that's what I was thinking. Like, it, can, can I head people and, like, have, like, a... I think we need to review the rules. Yeah, right? like, I, obviously I said drop kick, but for next time, that'd be good. I got 18, so she man. Yeah. An 18, yeah. So, as the man uh, bends over with the shiv, you spin your leg out an angle, catching him in his elbow joint. You hear a crack 
as the shiv and arm hangs down at a uh, at an angle. That's all without you ever making a damage roll. That's how that's how attentive to the rules of D and D this <laughs> podcast is. We're just loosey goosey <laughs> with the rules. Um, as you as the guard catches up with you, the prisoners taking one look at the guard suddenly start backing off. As the man with a broken arm looks at you slowly deposits the shiv, taking it out of his kind of floppy arm, secreting it somewhere in his body as the prisoners scuttle back off into the night, leaving uh, Caleb battered, bruised and bloody on the floor. As you look down, you just see his little pencil snapped in half. Oh, man. So don't worry, buddy. We'll get you a new pencil. That's my favourite pencil. I think you've got more to worry about than your favourite pencil. I'm, I'm sorry. He looks down at the couple of teeth which are on the floor, picks them up, tucks them into his top pocket. As he reaches out a tiny hand, compared to your half-orc hands, he's got tiny little hands. As he reaches up a bloody little hand towards you, I kind of, I kind of go so I kind of, you know, like the kind of cool guy high five, where like they high five and then they kind of lock it in and then I like pull him up. <laughs> as you pull him up, you just hear a couple of. He's he's in a bad way. You hear him groan and almost scream as you lift him back up onto his feet. He's he's a wreck of a human being. Um, as he gets back up onto his feet, he pulls you close and just whispers into your ear to, he says, meet me in the parade ground. It's not called a parade ground. I keep on thinking I'm in the, uh, the I'm not. Meet me in the exercise yard. I think... I've got information for you. I think we're going to go to bed, but yeah, later. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> he looks at you again. He's like, "I've told you before, we're not those kind of friends." <laughs> I say, "Ah, oh, God, yeah, yeah, whatever." This is purely about information. I'm not interested in uh... Dale Wintoning. Dale Wintoning. That's right. <laughs> As uh, he scuttles off, the guard. Checks him out, makes sure he's vaguely all right. He scuttles back off as you are escorted back to your cell. As we come back to your cell, that brings us back to Aristobulus, who's currently sitting on his prison cot. Staring at the other prison cot across the cell is the figure of the porcelain masked man who is sharpening his blade. Okay. First off, is it just me and my porcelain friend? In the cell. Uh, yeah, you're the only two people in the cell, yeah. Okay, I'm going to turn to him. I'm going to uh, I'm going to try and dazzle him with my personality and wit. And I'm going to say, nice mask. <laughs> he looks at you and just gives you a slow nod. Oh, okay. A warmer reception than I was expecting. <laughs> he carries on sharpening the makeshift knife he's got. I'm going to ask him, uh, do you know how to get out of it? What a chat up, man. I'm just straight to the point, you know. He looks up at you, looks back down and just carries on doing that. Shing, 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 shing. Is it in a threatening way, though? No, it's in a I couldn't give a shit about you kind of way. Mm. Right. It's in a you're not, my, you're not worth my time kind of way. I thought you were going to say you're not my real mom. <laughs> like, in a you're not my real mom kind of way. Um, As you look up at him, you see him wipe away an errant bread crust. He's got a bit of toast caught in the corner of his porcelain mask. No, I want to lean over. I want to lean over. I spot the toast. I lean over. He's he's unsure, I assume. And I want to just move the toast crumb out of the way off his mask and go, ah, missed a little bit there, buddy. 
and then I'm going to sit back down. As you've done that, he's taken the knife and he's just holding it. As he's not going at you with it, he's just holding it in a kind of way. As you come right in, mm-hmm. far closer than is sensible. As you, you've, you've almost got the knife pressing into you as you just wipe away the breadcrumb off his mouth and move away. Mm-hmm. You can't see behind the mask, but he appears to be impressed with your levels of stupidity. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I was going for. And he can't see under the robe, but I've got a massive throb on for that, for that <laughs> danger. So, so I like to think there's a, you know, a modicum of respect there between the two. I've shown that I'm caring, yet... Uh, unafraid in, in a sort of beauty and beast manner. Um, I'm going to ask him straight up, does he want to get out of here? You want to go back to my place? Maybe get some drinks? <laughs> want some fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think our, our dark podcast should be called Under the Cloak instead of like After Dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, taking you in, he not in that way. <laughs> you have skipped a few stages, but I, I can see what we're on. We're on. We're on porn time, are we now? Yeah. It's like I'm. 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 I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, as he stands up, you see him just hide away the blade. He does it in almost so quickly and so naturally that you don't even see where the blade goes on his being. As he stands up, looks at you stares you deadpan through the guy you can see his eyes through the porcelain mask he's got um blue eyes Mm. and um he just goes over to his bed which is very neatly tucked in opens it and gets in i'm gonna spoon him (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna try and spoon him okay (laughs) roll me an audacity As you go to spoon him, you lift off in you lift off the covers and get in behind him as you see the shock of ginger hair that he has behind the porcelain mask. Uh, naturally he's a ginger. Um as you reach a hand round <laughs> his front and just engage with him. <laughs> he basically Tugs your arm, pulls you over the top Oof. until you're on the bottom, Ooh. basically. Wow. And then pressing a knee to your chest brings the porcelain mask right up to your face. You've got real nice eyes, is what I'm going to say. And then um, I'm going to try and take the mask off. <laughs> I think this is going really well. <laughs> Can I just say, this is so hot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want to take the mask off and I want to try and put it on. <laughs> so as you go to make a make me a sleight of hand check. Oh bollocks. <laughs> this is where it all comes undone. This is, uh, this is my, my role is about to be the cold shower this this evening. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. As you go to unclip the mask from the side, you see the band. He's got two little leather straps that hold it on the back. As you go to just slightly brush up against the leather strap on the back, quicker than you've ever seen anything in your life, he picks up a paperback book that he's got on his bedstand, cracks you around the head with it mm. till your body just goes limp. Mm. Not, all, not all of me. <laughs> in the bed. 
And to the nobody who can see, because he's the only other person in there, he just rolls you over off the bed until you fall onto the floor next to his cot bed, and he just starts reading his book as you slumber peacefully, unconscious, knocked out. Well, got to shoot your shot, haven't you, you know? Um, To the person who can't see, because there's only him who's conscious in the... Uh, room in this cell. He's currently reading a book on landscape gardening that he's got from the uh, prison library. It would either be that or like History of Trains or something. It's written by Alan Titmarsh. Ah, yes. Another national treasure. Forward by Charlie Dimmock. (laughs) Shout out Dimmock. Oh, yes. (laughs) Right. Um, Maud and... Patty, you are in the cell next to them and you hear the kerfuffle. Do I just assume that that he's got his way and things are going on? I don't assume that anything, you know, untoward is happening, like he's been beaten to death by a book. No, you just heard a bunch of perversion. You heard the usual greasy tones of Aristobulus and then a thwapping noise. I'd like to roll my eyes at Tati and, and go, he's on it again. At least he's making friends. <laughs> Very true. Um, I, I'd also like to start, is there anything in the cell that we're in? Yeah, I shared a map with you guys, but of course, uh, Lewis and Chanel, you weren't there last week. So let me share the map again, which again, for all of our listeners, is available on our social media feed. Uh, for all of you lovely people, let me share it again. I don't think the map actually shows much of what's in the cell. It's just like a structural How map. Dare you. <laughs> How dare you? Somebody doesn't want any XP. Hmm? Hmm? I think it's a great <laughs> map. Best map I've ever seen. Yeah, it will be. Shut up. <laughs> there you go. There's the. Uh, there's a map for you. But what's it on? Where did you send it? I can't see it. Mr. Hamster, how is your Wi-Fi dead? Oh, bloody hell. I may have shut the tab. This is no, going to do you know what would be really awful is if you worked in IT? <laughs> do you know what would be really awful is if I was in charge of your XP? <laughs> that, 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 that hurt him, you could tell, in AJ's eyes. He <laughs> looked like a little kid that was like... <laughs> you should hurt me deep. There you go. Right. And we'll edit that out of the podcast, but we'll keep all of your hurtful... Wow, Matt beat me to it. God damn it. Thanks, Matt. I'm going to edit all that out of the podcast, and I'm just going to make you look... Thanks for being my dungeon master, Matt. No problem. (laughs) 20 20 X. Which one is Tati and I in? Uh, You are in the middle one. Uh No, you're not. You're in the far one. Sorry, 421. Cell 421. Ah, four to one. Okay. So is that a pile of clothes? It is. And a bucket? Yep. And some kind of pokey thing? As you look around, you see a pile of rags at the end of your bed. Uh-huh. Uh, you see a piss bucket. Yeah. Uh, designed to, well, it could be used for many things, entertainment, mild mm-hmm. relief. And uh, as you look over, you see the tail of a small mouse. Oh, I, I would... Peeking out from under Tatty's bed. I would like to, um, as as I sit there, I recount all of the times that I watched Green Mile with Mr. Jingles. 
<laughs> and uh, I would like to start making squeaky noises um, to Mr. Jingles, my, my new mouse friend. Do you want to talk to him directly? Or are you literally just making squeaky noises? In a well, I'd like to talk to him in rodent, please. Okay. What are you asking him? Um, I did, I'm not going to ask him anything, actually. I'm going to... I'm going to establish a relationship. So I'm going to, I'm going to find out how he is um, and if he's got any nice friends and if he wants to be my friend, I'm going to establish a relationship. And how are you going to do this? Are you going to do this by force, by charisma, by trying to feed him? What are you? I don't have any food, do I? I mean, no. They've, they've taken everything from me. They have. Um, Except your dignity. Oh, but I, what am I wearing? Prison. Um, whatever they're called, overalls. Okay. So maybe I can take the collar. I'm going to take the collar from my prison um, shirt and I'm going to rip the collar off and I'm going to fashion a very, very cool mouse house. Like a mouse den. Can you make me a couture check? I can. <laughs> my name is Chanel. Uh, make me a performance check. Performance? Why? What am I performing? You're making a house mouse. House mouse. A house mouse. <laughs> mouse house for a house, house mouse. mouse. <laughs> <laughs> a performance check. Perception. Where's performance? <laughs> performance is just below perception and just above persuasion. There we go. Performance. Fine. B. 25. 25. It's going to be the best fucking mouse house you've ever seen. It's going to have lights, electricity, heating. A, a moat. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be made out of fire and piss. As, as yeah, the, the journey is as important as the destination. As you see a pair of eyes sticking out from underneath the bed, you say in rodent, you, you say over and you greet him as a, Hello. as a little... Hello, how are you? What's your name? We're friends. Fethel. Cecil. Cecil. <laughs> oh, Cecil. Um, do you know a way out of here, Cecil? Um, I made you a lovely little road in the house, and I'd be happy to exchange it in... Um, I'd be happy to exchange it for information. It's got a little bed in here, Cecil, and it's very warm. I thought you got a pile of wags over there. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to burn them, Cecil. Pile of wags. <laughs> I can leave her any time I want. Look, I literally walk out of the bath. As he, as he literally just scuttles, goes to one side of the bar, is like, look, I've left already. That's scuttles just a lovely home. I thought we were friends, Cecil. Why would we be friends? You're scary and big and blue. <laughs> it's small and freakishly weird. Oh, this is going well. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get on together. Anyway, I thought that I'd do something nice for you, Cecil, because I thought that you'd be cold and lonely. No, I've got more teeth than you can fucking imagine. <laughs> Get into the fucking uh, kitchen. Filthy. My brother died of obesity. <laughs> <laughs> these, these mites have lifestyle diseases. I know. <laughs> yeah, make, make me an offer. Diabetes type two, not one. <laughs> hey, what? Will you rub my tail? Uh, I'll, I'll rub your tail, Cecil. Oh, yeah, that's it. Uh you look, the end of his tail's been bitten off by something. Aww. I still get phantom pains. <laughs> I still feel the tip of my tail. <laughs> I, I'd like to rub his tail 
And then does he do that thing that, that, that dogs do where they can't quite scratch? Uh, you see his eye go all twitchy as you rub the end of his tail. You just massage the stump at the end of his tail oh, as he's like... Oh, that in a sex act. <laughs> a what? Sex act. Yes. I'm sorry, I don't understand you, Cecil. <laughs> as I put one blue claw just over his mouth and continue to rub the little stump. <laughs> you hear him talk... <laughs> Is he done? Okay, it doesn't sound done. It doesn't sound done to me. You see his little mouse shoulders sag. Oh. Um. Then I'd like to. I'd like to ask Cecil if he knows a way out of here. Uh, a large way out of here. He must have been here quite a long time. He must know things. He looks like a very important mouse. As you take your finger off his mouth, he's like, yeah, like I said, my sister bit my tongue off. No, my sister bit my tail off. And that's why never sleep with your sister. Oh, wow. She's very angry. I, I will take that under advisement. That's good. You got any family? Um, no, it's just me. Oh. <laughs> just me and my friends in the adjoining cells. Oh. You know that man with the scary mask? Yes. I've heard about him. It's all kind of scary. I don't like him. Don't like him at all. Right. I can get you things. I would like things. We'd like. I'd like to escape. So what can you I mean, get? I can bring you shit like bacon, cheese, a fork. I can't bring you a escape. knife. Can you get me a knife or a fork? Please, Cecil. And I'll rub your stump some more. <laughs> stump rubber. That's what they call that. <laughs> Literally pimping myself out here to a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Repeatedly. And it's kind of working, so. I He's like, all right, look, I didn't want to have to ask this. Only your stump, Cecil. <laughs> Could you tug my stump? Oh. It just... No. <laughs> Chris's face says it all. He's like, fuck's sake. <laughs> Why do we do this? <laughs> Why do we do this? <laughs> How much do you want this fork? How am I holding Cecil at this point? Hold, hold me with one hand, tug my stump with the other hand. <laughs> as, I, as I hold Cecil, the yep. grip gets tighter and tighter. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not with that hand. Oh. Oh. <laughs> tug it. <laughs> as this is happening, Tatty, you're just... I'm just sat there, just, just fully, fully disassociating, staring into space. Like, just don't look. Just don't look. Everything's fine. Just like I'm finding that spot on the wall that I can look at, and like the perspective zooms in on it while I, while all I'm hearing is the noises of like, <laughs> a bit tighter. Go on, go on, Greed. Bit, bit tighter. Pull. <laughs> what did he spit on? <laughs> I'd like to squeeze little Cecil just before he passes out and then put him very firmly down and say, now Cecil, I'd like a knife and a fork, please. Yeah, I asked you, as as you give him a full-on David Carradine, you... Um, <laughs> you... <laughs> Uh, you, you pull the stump of his tail. You can Google that later. 
you pull the stump of his tail as it goes, as you feel all the kind of vertebrae uh, realign themselves. It's like, that's much better. Thank you very much. Right, you want a fork? What kind of fork? Um, I'd like a fork that I can use to escape. So I look at the lock and Tatty has previously um, managed to pick locks, hasn't he? He has, but the thing to remember is the lock is on the outside. It's not impossible to get to it, but they don't put the lock on the inside of a prison cell. But it is bars, so you could reach around. Not after last time. <laughs> not after last time. <laughs> that month when they had so many escapes. It wasn't even a key on the inside of it. It's like, turn it, right? Yeah. Now you lock it. Learn that lesson. Yeah, so lesson you only learn once. <laughs> We're going to quickly pan over to um, Hanash. By this point, you've been escorted back to your cell. You've got both the mattresses, as you stole the mattress off Belsiar's cot, but Belsiar isn't there. As you arrive back, just in time to watch a mouse scuttle out of the cell um, where Maud and Tati are, and as you look over, you see the, as you go back to yours, you see the prone form of Aristobulus lying face down on the floor next to uh, the masked man's bed. Um, so on the way back, I make sure to pick up my ball that I dropped. Absolutely. Um, you pocket your balls. And I, I think to myself, ah, oh, he's all tucked it out from his, his knife. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I go into my cell. Okay, so you go into your cell. We're gonna we're gonna quickly uh, flash over to uh, Belsia, who is in his little oubliette slash uh, solitary confinement. Uh, you are just sitting. It's horrible, dank, dark. There's no windows, just the wet slick of condensation and slime and grime on the walls, um, and the body of your paramour that you've left on the ground as she's full of holes just coughing up blood. I just say, why? <laughs> why? God, why? She's <laughs> Existentially speaking. <laughs> well, I mean, no, more, more practically, why, why did you betray and stab me? Because I'm evil. We, we, we're more than our alignments, Una. Ah, oh, you remembered my name. That's lucky because the DM forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how it's pronounced as well. <laughs> yeah. If it's any consolation, I really do think we have a connection, but I do need to steal your life force, and evil is evil. No, no, I, I, no. If you've put me in a really hard position here, Una, I, 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 I don't want to hurt anyone, but at the same time, I don't want my life force stolen. You smashed my brains out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have limits. N- no more Mr. Nice Dragonborn. I really did think we had a connection. As you just see her just hack up some blood down her chin. She puts a finger in one of her holes. Not those holes. <laughs> it's one of the holes that you shaved in. I tell you, AJ's on porn time tonight. We ain't wasting no Why is this episode so sexual? This is non-stop. It's not even, it, for once, it's not even us, it's him. He's just like, <laughs> just like set the scene, introduce the character, full. <laughs> oh, oh, 
there's a there's a man here to fix the pipe. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> there's a man here with pizza. AJ, I thought we were in a prison. He wants to fuck. Yeah. As you look out, as you look over at her, Belsia, she just covers up her holes one by one and plays herself like a recorder. <laughs> You know how that sounds. Anyway. <laughs> I, cl- I close my eyes and enjoy the sound of the, the, the terrible sound of air blowing through a dying woman's holes. <laughs> it's like bagpipes. You can just play it off the back, yeah, like a bagpipe. <laughs> AJ, if you can find some, some royalty-free bagpipe music to put under this, this would be fantastic. Really leathery, scary <laughs> yeah. bagpipes. <laughs> Googling scaly bagpipes. Uh, you, you'll you'll find the the MP3 you're looking for. As she drifts off, you just see her having used all of her energy. She's very weak. I mean, we we established last week she was down to one health point. I mean, she's all kinds of battered, bruised, and broken. As you 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 fashioned a small pallet of ranks for her, didn't you? As she kind of drifts yeah, off, yeah, but not not very well. No, not very well. All the energy, she seems to have drifted off again. Is she dead? Make me a uh, investigation check. I'm not prepared for my dice. You're just going to prod her with a thigh bone. <laughs> like, yeah. Hopefully a less sharp one. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, three plus three, that's a six. That's a six. Um, you, what, you lean over her. She is prone. She is still. And she is cold to the touch. As you lean in, you check for a pulse with two fingers. You get no pulse. You then, knowing your dragonborn CPR, tilt her head back, open her mouth, and blow into her mouth. At that point, blood shoots out of the <laughs> six shiv holes that you've made in her. <laughs> she makes a <laughs> noise. <laughs> Like a whoopee cushion. <laughs> Belsiar turns around to the... the Belsiar like looks up at the, the, the hole and he's like, someone give me a C. I need to tune up. <laughs> <laughs> As you slowly move your mouth away from hers. I... I'm, uh, I just look up and I say, I think we've got a dead one. Anyone? And with that... You scuttle back off to your corner in the oubliette, leaving the prone form of Una in a puddle of her own fluids as uh, you go to wash some of the residue off her, off your own mouth, using water in a puddle in the oubliette. Um, we're going to pan through till morning. We're now being left in your cell just over a day. Um, as Belsiar, having spent a day in solitary confinement, is in the middle of the night dragged back to his cells as you're woken again in the morning, much as the um, routine of prison life. You're all ushered out of your cells and you make your way back to... Oh, yes- can I, um, before, um, I don't know, maybe somewhere in between fully disassociating from what was happening in my cell... Uh, and before going to bed, can I um, can I do something before uh, before the before the end of the night? Only if it's sexual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to attempt to aim for something that is thoroughly not sexual here, and I'm hoping that AJ's tone doesn't skew this wildly. Uh, I'm going to um, 
I'm going to attempt to find the spider that was hanging out in our um, in our cell when we first arrived. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> what, what what time are you doing this in? Morning, noon, night. It would be it would be night. If it would be afternoon tonight. I mean, night. I'm imagining it would be after the um, the rat has left. Yeah, it's a mouse. Don't be racist. <laughs> As uh, you, you've already seen the mouse scuttle off. You've seen Maud trying to wipe her hands of uh, mouse effluvia. And uh, you look over, you you look at all the different holes in the wall. As uh, I think there was one that was, I think there was one that was like living where I tried to hide that dagger originally. Yeah. Uh, as you locate the hole in the wall with some loose masonry in it, as you think you find the hole where the spider was, mm. um, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna cast speak with animals, um, and I'm gonna attempt to get the spider's attention. That's a once a day use, yeah. isn't it? That's why I wanted to do it before bed. Okay, is an insect an animal? Yeah, animal, vegetable, mineral. As you press your lips up against the hole, you whisper. In, it's hard to say what the noise of spider speak is, but to Maud, it sounds like a kind of low whistle, which really sets her on edge. As Tatty, you pull away, you pull your lips away from the hole as slowly two legs and then another two legs and then another four legs come out of the hole as a bunch of eyes come out. No. As a little voice says, Hello. <laughs> I say, hi. How's your evening going? It is not bad. What is it that you want? Uh, I, I say, uh, I just want, I wanted to clear the air a little bit from, uh, from our first, our, our first meeting. Uh, you know, me and, me and Maud over there, we're going to be, seems like we're going to be here a while. So I wanted to, wanted to clear the air and make sure we're good. That is fine. Is there anything that you particularly wanted to say to me, or did you just wake me up in the middle of the night? Uh, you see this egg sack I have on my back? It is not easy dragging this egg sack around with me. I thought you were Spanish. I did. <laughs> Sacre bleu. Um, I say... Uh, we, have not been, uh, we have not been formally introduced, my friend. I say, um, well, I'm Tati. Um, my name is Gaspard. Gaspar. Oh, that's good. Amazing name. Just, just saying it. Um, yeah, I'm a non-binary spider. Um, I definitely just took a note and and made sure to note down that the spider was non-binary. Um, the spider is non-binary. Uh, I say, uh, <laughs> Gaspar. I was wondering if you could do me a favour. We. Oui. <laughs> um, there is. Uh, I don't know how long you've been in this prison. Uh, or if you even understand the concept of a prison. Um, the life of a spider is short but passionate. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I, I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to employ your services as a uh, as a someone who can move freely around this prison. To uh, I've told you before that is not the kind of relationship that I want in this prison. That's not. No. No. I'm not asking for that. Someone has already fertilized my egg sack. I know. I know you're a, I know you're spoken for. Don't worry. Uh, um, 
I'd like uh, I'd like someone who can who can move about this this prison and get information for me. Okay. What is in it for me? Uh, I want to. I want information about the uh, the the gang of uh, Mexican gnomes, the the Damali Ding Dongs. <laughs> that is a very silly. <laughs> it is a very silly name. <laughs> Only a twat would name a group of Mexicans the Damali Ding Dongs. What is in it for me? Um, well, you know, a, a spider such as yourself with such a full life. What what can what what can I possibly do for you? You could show me some leg. God damn it, AJ! Took <laughs> <laughs> on my leg. Stop getting halfway through a fucking porno before you play D and D. Finish and then DM. It is not easy being a spider. I have a. I have needs. <laughs> I have needs. I have a food fetish. <laughs> They <laughs> just park one of their legs at an angle. I have needs. You show me your food. You just want to see my foot. You, you, you just want to see my foot. No, I want to see your whole leg. My whole leg. To be fair, this yes. this is prison. You know, if there was ever going to be a, yeah. a strange horn dog episode, it was it was going to be prison, wasn't <laughs> it? Might not get all out at once. Uh... <laughs> so yeah. Well. Um, I guess I, uh, I guess. yeah, yeah, <laughs> as he does it reluctantly. Yeah, I don't like D and D anymore. <laughs> Tatty, Tatty, as you look around, you go to unbuckle your belt. As you look around at Maud, you just see the lump under the duvet. You you hear her snoring. As you're like, you're pretty sure you're alone in this one. That's fucking lootly. Are we wearing like? Overalls, did you say? Yes. So I'm gonna. <laughs> Don't you fucking look at me like that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. Bing. Take the. Oh, I'm, gonna, wow. I'm gonna start unbuttoning so that I can, you know, just take one leg out. But but. It's actually really clever to ask for leg when people are wearing overalls. <laughs> Because you get the uh, whole, yes. you get dinner and a show. <laughs> yeah. This is not my first rodeo. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I just take like the top half of the overall, I like unbutton the top half of the overalls down, and then like on the bottom half, I just like take one leg out and like give them a profile <laughs> shot and then turn and be like, yeah? Uh? It, uh, I am only interested in the waist down and the knee up. That is uh, more of a thigh, man. Well, yeah, I'm showing you the entire leg here, man. Like, All right, that is very good. Right, okay. That is one for the uh, <laughs> World Wide Web wank bank. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, you just see him take two legs. <laughs> <laughs> Life is not about the amount of breaths you take, but the moments that take your breath away. <laughs> oh dear God. You make my egg sack pulsate. Right, okay. Thank you. Right, that is enough for me. Right, what is it you need to know? Uh, I um, I want to know... Wait, we already know who their leader is, right? It's... Um, yes. Tito Minute. Tito Minute, that was it. Um, and that one, one of the other ones, Roscoe, is a cannibal. That is um, right. I want to... I want to find out if you can find out their like 
routine um, and where where Tito is uh, vulnerable, when and where Tito is vulnerable. Okay, that is absolutely fine. I must warn you, my my sexual proclivities are deep, very deep. So what you're saying is that you already have a similar arrangement with Tito Minute, and he's already shown you some leg. I not no. There is uh, the Hippocratic Oath. I cannot. I cannot disclose. Right. Okay. I consider this done. As they awkwardly just go to slam their egg sack back into the hole, they've got to go backwards. As you see them get their legs behind and just like scoop the egg sack into the crack. Oh. Name of the episode. As it just slithers back into the hole, you see the uh, little eyes go back, the legs stick out as he's like, So long, my friend. Au revoir. <laughs> Au revoir. As he just vanishes back into the hole. We pick up in the morning. Maud, you've had nasty dreams about spiders <laughs> in the Funny night. <laughs> horrible, horrible dreams. Aristobulus, mm. you wake up face down on the floor, your nose slightly bent on the cobbles mm. as you come round. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And peel yourself up off the floor. Yeah. Mr. Masked Man, is he in his, his cell? Uh, you wake up just in time as the morning breakfast call goes. Cool. As you all peel yourself up off the floor. Hanash, at some point in the night, the door to your cell was opened and Belsiar was flung back in. What number cell am I in, by the way? You are in cell four... Uh, blah, blah, blah. You're in 423. Oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Cool. On the floor there. Okay, which bed is he... Is Yeah, which, which bed is my guy in? Is he in the one on the right or the left? Just... Yeah, so I know. Yeah, you're in the one at the bottom with a piss bucket at the bottom. Ah, oh, with the piss bucket, of course. Of and course. the dinner plate. And the dinner plate, great. But now it's breakfast time, you say? It is, yeah. As you're all led out to the dining hall, you all join the orderly queue. Looking around, you see all the usual tables with various inmates who are sitting at them. You... Um, see the Mexican gnome sitting at their table... Uh, you see your porcelain friend uh, sitting once again all on his own. Nobody will eat with him sitting on a table. As you join the two orderly queues, almost all of you joining the normal queue and Tati having to join the gnome queue. And that's where we're going to pause for a drinks break. I can't wait until we're all in rival gangs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, yeah. Elsie, I should join the, the the Dragonborn clique. Yeah, that's definitely going to be like the gym bros of the of the jail. You know, you're outside pumping iron. Algebra club. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, more like that. Yeah, they're more like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Oddly, I was in algebra club at the job I used to work at with Chris. We used to have a little algebra club. We used to do maths. That makes it sound like I was in algebra oh. club as well, and I want to make it very clear that my brain doesn't work like that. I, I'm still not. Is Algebra Club real? Was there an yeah. Algebra Club? Okay. Yeah, every, once a week, every Thursday, we'd take it in turns. One of us would set a really messy equation and we'd have to try and work out what the possible answers to a messy equation were. And my question is did you save some pussy for the rest of us? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I'm afraid I didn't. <laughs> I mean, it was drier than silica gel. <laughs> the question was, AJ, how were you able to, to to hold down a full time job while fighting off like all that ass? Yeah. <laughs> how do you think I met Chanel? <laughs> Algebra club. Yeah, at the yeah. end of a very messy equation. Oh, oh, I don't like. No. No. Nope. She was just mopping it up. No. How, how how did you meet Chanel yeah. and then never meet her again? <laughs> <laughs> All right, drink break. See you in a minute. Bye. All right. We are recording again. So, yeah, picking up where we left off, you find yourselves in the canteen of Nutbush Penitentiary on a busy morning. Looks nice outside. Shame you'll never know. And there is all the usual kerfuffle of the breakfast queue. Is there anything you guys particularly, I mean, as we've already established, you pretty much got a standard fare of breakfast. It's going to be porridge or it's going to be toast. Um, One interesting thing to note that I forgot to tell you last time is cutlery. In true Blues Brothers fashion, the cutlery is chained to the table. Uh, so that you can't walk off with it. There are very blunt butter knives and spoons at every seat. They're chained to the table so that you can't have off with the utensils. Mm. Is there anything anyone particularly wants to do in the queue or do you want to get straight to the eating? Is the Galaxy Lady still serving? Absolutely. You see, she's the kind of career canteen lady. You can tell she's slightly bigger in girth. Um, wow, she, that's casting She probably would have been some kind of hot kitten at some point, but now <laughs> you know, she's more of a mangy cat. Um, some of her fur's missing. She's got a kind of... Uh, one of her ears is a bit clipped, and uh, she's got cankles, but which you can obviously see over the counter. Um, do, you, do you mean catacles? Because <laughs> she's on all fours, that's why you can see it, I guess. She's on top, like how cats get on kitchen tops, you know. That's what I like. <laughs> She's looking at everyone with the back up, like, <laughs> give, what what food are we eating? It's up to you. You've, you've got a choice of po- toast or porridge. Poached eggs or porridge? Toast. Oh, toast or porridge. It was like poached eggs. Is this some food? It's a bit of a downgrade. Is this what you think poverty is? <laughs> they, only, they only have poached eggs. Only one type of egg. You mean there's no avocado? <laughs> Listen, pal, I did hard time in Harrow boarding school. <laughs> Tell you what. <laughs> they only had poached eggs. Um, okay, There's my ahead. salmon, bitches. <laughs> um, it's coming, sir. It's coming. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Can I, um, if I'm, um, if I'm in the fucking separate small people queue, yes. um, I'd like to, um, I'd like to talk to the um, the person behind the counter again, if it's the same yeah. person as before, it is. Uh, because they offered to. Um, hook me up with with the black market. I want to have a little conversation with them. Yeah, as you make your way to the front of queue again, she's... Do you know what? There's something about this lady. You don't normally go for the tattooed types, but do you know what? There's something in her kind of scarred tattoos that kind of works for you. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's the aphrodisiac of Gaspard the Spider, 
or maybe uh, maybe you're just lonely. Make make me a thirst check. <laughs> are you talking to Tati or are you talking to me? Like, like <laughs> I feel attacked, but also understood. <laughs> you make it to the front of the queue. She eyes you, and there's a sort of understanding that you've had a conversation before. I say, um, I guess, I guess, is there anyone behind me in the queue? Yeah, loads oh, of okay. Just making sure. Don't know how many fucking gnomes there were in this prison. Um, you reckon probably if you were to take a distribution of all the people in the prison, the uh, median number of gnomes in the, I'm joking. Um, <coughs> the, the gnome, the gnome population, uh, probably about five percent, just over five percent of the prison. Um, I'm going to lean in when I get to the counter um, so we can have a quiet conversation and say, um, uh, you mentioned you've got a, a black market hookup. I want to yeah. uh, talk about that. We want porn, cigarettes, lube. Cigarettes, definitely. Um, what, um, what, can you, um, what can you smuggle in weapons-wise? Got a sharpened spoon. Um, what about a, what about a set of? Um, you get me a set of Tinker's tools. Can see about it. What's in it for me? What do you want? Hand job. <laughs> I do have some. I do have some porn. Actually, I could trade you. <laughs> what kind of porn? Um, if memory if memory serves, AJ, it was it was like Elvish, wasn't it? Oh yeah, but you haven't got that. You no, no, no. It was it was the stuff in my it was the stuff in my cell that was left behind. Oh yeah, you found a bunch of dusty Elvish porn. Fucking did. <laughs> you 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 feel behind you a hand on your shoulder as you look around. You see a really old gnome. He looks a little bit like um, Captain Birdseye. If he was a gnome, he's really old. Is that just your go-to <laughs> reference for an old person? <laughs> if it's a woman, it's Anne Widdicombe. Oh, fuck's sake. No need. One of the grossest things we've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somehow she's still a virgin. Um, I've got a... I've got a, No. <laughs> <laughs> you need to say it now. Widdicombe porn. Widdicombe porn. Um, you see, you see the little hand as an old, frail hand of a gnome as he coughs in the international sign for "hurry the fuck up." I just say, "All right, cool it, get there before you're dead." Uh, and I just, um, I, I just uh, turn to the um, the lady behind the counter and I say, um, "Well, see what you, you know, see what you can do and get back to me. Let me know what." Give me twenty four hours. I'll meet you in the yard. Good stuff. This porn better be good. It's, it's that it's that good elvish shit. That good elvish shit. High smut. High smut. <laughs> I was really proud of myself for that. Um, and I just I just hold out hold out a bowl for porridge, whatever the standard shit is. She kind of erotically ladles a blob of porridge into your bowl, and she whacks it down. You almost cracks your rim as. She hands this steaming bowl of porridge back to you as you part ways, as the old man behind, as the old gnome behind you is like, about time, as he just like 
waddles up to the counter. I'll, I'll just walk over and sit with uh, with uh, the porcelain masked guy. I'll probably give a little wink to the uh, uh, one of the gnomes as I walk past their table. Okay. Uh, the gnome does the international, like, slit throat sign at you. Using a spoon. Obviously. <laughs> Porridge um, down his neck. Wiping it off like fuck. <laughs> Looking around, they all have like weird skin rashes like over <laughs> their neck where they've all obviously done it by accident over time. Um you, you look over at him, he's got a bit of cellophane round his arm where he's slowly worked on his sleeve. He's been he's got a prison <laughs> tattoo as somebody's just uh, cellophane him up. We're going to quickly fast forward, Belsia. When you get to the counter, you order your porridge and you feel something on the bottom of the bowl. As you move your hand away, you see a little bag of seed. Yes. Yes. I'm like, thanks for my seeds. That's great. As the portly tabaxi lady with cankles is like, you bet yeah. I'm, I'm sorry? You bet yeah. Thank, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Ornithology. That that's me. Big big All bird right. watcher. We doing Maud or Aristobulus? Are you going to get some breakfast? Me, you? I'm going to get breakfast, and I'm going to choose porridge. And I really hope to God my masked porcelain man, who I'm now going to refer to as Big Ginge. Me and Big, big Ginge. Ginge. Yes, uh, from now on, as I know his secret, he's a Ginge. Um, I really hope he too has ordered the porridge. So we have to see He's him try him in the queue. Yeah, well, I'm ordering the porridge, and then I'm going to give him the nod of, you know, I recommend the porridge. Mm. <laughs> as you dip your pinky into the porridge, it's burning hot as you pull it back out. Yeah, mm, just just right. <laughs> I'm going to pretend I'm Goldilocks. <laughs> as, you and, look, uh, as you look back at him, you you see the lady spoon porridge into his bowl as he doesn't feel there's enough in it. He just pushes the bowl back until she keeps on topping it up with porridge mm. until he takes it, yeah. takes it away. Excellent. Maud, is, there, is there anything you particularly want out of this? Me? Yes. Um, yes. So I would like some, um, I would like some toast, but two rounds of toast because I'm going to keep some for my furry boyfriend. Are you explaining this to the Bagsy lady? No. No, I just do the same. I push my, my plate forward until she puts two rounds of toast on there. Well, I stare at her menacingly. Make me a persuasion check. Um, 17, 12, 17. You take the piece of toast and then you, are, you push the plate back. And she looks at you for a while and then her hard demeanour melts away. And she's like, us babes got to stay together. And she just... Piles you up. She gets you some of the uh, she gets you some of the misshapen toast from the reject pile. Only the proper diagonal cut toast gets through. But she gets you some of the offcuts, which you pocket. Yeah. Making your way back to the table, the, the lot of you still sitting at the same table as the porcelain master man who is quietly minding his own business, eating his breakfast. You all chow down as you hear the normal goings on of the. Um, of the breakfast. How's he getting porridge through that mask? Tilts his head back. Uh-huh. And... Oh, he just, he just 
pours it straight down there, doesn't give a Some shit it if it's through. too hot. Some he's of it's it, done in like five minutes. Like, yeah, like a big oaty beard all around his mask. It sounds disgusting. I love it. <laughs> you gotta leave that off later. Really makes that ginger beard pop. Yeah. He's got wipe clean porcelain. Oh, that makes sense. He's just living it up. He's just chowing the fuck down. Dried oats. Stuck <laughs> all right, great. <laughs> Anything you all particularly want to do as you eat? I'm going to grass it up. I want to... Sorry, Maud, go ahead. What was that? I'm just going to fist the food into my face. I'm really hungry. All right, I'm going to grass everyone up and just be like, you know, this lad, massive ginge, and then just carry on eating. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> Keeping in mind, Maud and stuff thinks we fucked because he heard, uh, she heard the rockers next door. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to deny that I got knocked out by a, by a book. <laughs> I'm just going to yell between mouthfuls of porridge. It feels like a very Aristobulus thing to do. So just, I want to, <laughs> I want to break down this this frosty facade he's putting up, and I will get there with or without clerical magic. Also, I'd like to point out, I guess that I've got nothing on me now, agent, including all of my itinerary and rope of stars. It's all gone. The all only gone. magic you can do are ones which do not need uh, yep. objects. Yep, cantrips, etc. Now it's just. Pure stobulus. If you look on your spells, they have various letters by them. Yeah. Can can I do um, a hellish rebuke and kill everybody? And then we can just get out. You can certainly try, but the prison has already proved, as penitentiary, uh, has already proved that it has a fairly strict magic policy. I wouldn't be doing magic in visible daylight hours. Mm. And refine it to yourselves. Mm. Um, you can't cast any kind of magic that requires an item unless you have that said item with it. So presumably, Belsiar knows something about magic with birdseed that nobody knows. Interesting. <laughs> Belsiar is playing the fucking long game. Can, 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 I, can I react to Aristobulus's ginger comment? Oh, yeah. I'd Absolutely. Like to, I'd like to start trying to get a chant going with ginger. As just that bully in the most menacing character AJ's ever created. He's a fucking he's a he's now a bully victim. <laughs> As Aristobulus is taunting the man. You see his grip on his porridge bowl tighten as the bowl shakes, spilling porridge over the lip of the bowl. As you see his other fist screw up into a ball as he goes to pull his arm back. And just as he's about to launch into an attack on Aristobulus, he looks whoa, 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 whoa. On me, on me, yes. or the one who's chanting ginger. Hang on, to you... And just as his fist pulls back, he turns slowly sideways to look into the face of the orc, who's like, ginger, ginger, ginger. <laughs> and no one's joined in at this point. It's just... It's oh, just no. Can I... Can I <laughs> Belsiar joins in, because Belsiar's just glad that no one's no one's taking the piss out of him, so he's, <laughs> he's going to try. Tati's just sat fucking eating his porridge. He's <laughs> happy. There's, there's two of us. Ginger, ginger. <laughs> As as the masked man is looking sideways at the half-orc who's starting a ginger chant, his fist flies out forwards, 
going for Aristobulus's face. He rolled a 24 to hit. <laughs> uh, all I did was state a fact. I have not started chanting. I feel like his anger has been directed at the wrong person, the wrong two people here. So he's hit me. Yes. I'd like to increase, increase the cadence of the ginger. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what? I'm just going to do nothing. I'm going to take one on the chin. I'll even take him. You don't points. really have a choice. At 24, no. he catches you square on the gin. Gin? The gin? <laughs> square right, right in the gin. Freudian slip. The fist catches you square on the chin. This is a man who is well versed in violence. You feel the vibrations roar up your chin, rattle through your teeth. As everything goes a little bit fuzzy, you take three points of bludgeoning damage. Worth it. (laughs) As he looks sideways at Hanash, as he just pins your head down onto the table and with an iron grip takes the bowl of burning hot porridge and starts pouring it into your ear. Amazing. As you feel the molten porridge enter your your Whoa. ear cavity. Wait, is that Hunarch or Aristobulus? Aristobulus. Oh, okay. he's, oh, making, oh, he's making oh, strong eye contact with Hunarch the whole time. He doesn't once look down as as you hear the screams of Aristobulus as molten porridge enters his ear hole. Still, uh, there is a modicum of arousal. Is what I'd like to point out here. Still, Aristobulus, there's, 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 a lot, there's a lot of pain, but a little pleasure. <laughs> Just... As the masked man looks down at the tiny tent that has erected itself halfway down your trousers, he slowly lifts his hands off both the bowl of your head as though his hands are unclean, wipes himself on it, looks over at the half-orc one more time, goes to spit on the floor, realises he's wearing a mask and he's just spat on the inside of his mask <laughs> and then walks away. Wow. Hanash, it's at this point that as you look at Aristobulus, who's still flailing around on the table with like blood and burning hot porridge pouring out of his ear hole, you, you feel a little tug at your sleeve in a non innuendo yeah. kind of way. As you look over and you see Caleb, who... He is now covered in plasters and bandages. Uh, I say, uh, ah, are you are you feeling better, Caleb? Do I look like I'm feeling better? Yes. He opens his mouth. <laughs> he's missing various teeth. You look, you look great. Makes <laughs> <laughs> you like me now. You look like I've been in a fight. Yeah, you were in a fight. You you almost <laughs> you almost had them. I mean, I feel like I was a I was a passenger in a fight. I don't really feel like I contributed very much. Nah, man, you, you had them. You had them right there. Look, it's like, I just wanted to say thank you. You saved my life. Anytime, bros for life, yo, <laughs> yo. <laughs> A list of things he's never said before in D&D. Bros for life. He looks at you for a while. He's trying to work out whether you're high on mushrooms. (laughs) You're a surfer dude in this one. (laughs) Occasionally you realise 
he's not really looking at you. He's looking at the uh, red little ball that you've got on top of your metal spike on his on your head. But he he's too polite to reference it. Um, as he basically says, "You saved my life," and uh, I said I'd introduce you to some people. So if you want to come meet some people, I know uh, I might know some people who um, thinking about getting out of it. I love meeting new friends. Let's go. All right. As he looks over at the rest of you slightly quizzically, and uh, you see him and Hanash scuttle off, he looks around at you. He's like, play it cool, all right? Play it real cool. I say ball or no ball. Ball. (laughs) As um, he takes you... um, on a roundabout kind of way, a bit like someone who thinks they're being trailed, you don't take a direct route. You go round the houses, round a couple of tables, back again, double back on yourself. And he um, sits you down at a table with uh, a wizened old man and a kenku. What's a kenku? Uh, it's a half man, half bird. Ooh. Like giant crow. Like big bird, hand. In, in my mind. <laughs> cool. I say, sup, dudes? As um, Caleb's like, this is the guy I was telling you about. And points to you, he's like, you two might have um, the same idea about your future plans. As he very, very awkwardly just kind of blends into the background and leaves you sitting down with uh, the Kenku. The Kenku has like a pair of glasses on the end of his beak as he kind of like tilts his head back to look <laughs> at you. He's clearly quite blind through his glasses. I mean, just in my head, I think this doesn't seem like the crack team that I thought it was going to be. <laughs> uh, I say my name is Hanash, and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> the old man holds out like a shaking hand his hand literally looks like it's resonating as he holds out his hand he's like Webley I uh, high five as you high five him you hear something pop <laughs> as you, he's like don't worry dislocates all the time as he just slams it back into Joe <laughs> Webley Pebbles Wibbly wobbly. He looks at you as you take the piss out of his name. <laughs> I was led to believe that you may be useful as the muscle in this operation. What is this operation? Or what do you think this operation is? I mean, it looks like book club. <laughs> Did you say butt club? <laughs> That's not the kind of relationship I'm after. <laughs> Another opportunity. <laughs> That's not the kind of relationship we're after. As you hear the Kenku next to him go, Kaka! As he's like, That's right, Squawk. <laughs> Squawk is also not interested in any kind of extracurricular activity. You just hear Squawk go, Kaka! Kaka! Yes. I, I, I guess I don't, I don't speak that language. Well, I definitely don't. I can't understand this. Can I understand anything from the tone? Uh, judging by his eyes, he's flattered, but he's not interested. He's going steady with. He's going steady with. Uh, he's got some tail somewhere else. 
Good for him. Uh, so I so say, yeah. Well, what, what's the plan, guys? How can I? How can I help? He looks around suspiciously. Do you think that I've survived this long by giving out my plans to anybody? I'm not anybody. My main man, Caleb's been, you know, representing him. Yes, Caleb spoke for you. And that means a lot where we come from, as you hear you hear Squawk say, Ha ha! I go back to him, Gah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced that Webley Pebbles doesn't actually speak the same language as this speaker, and that he's, he's just speaking for the, speaking for a bird. <laughs> Uh, make me a perception check. <laughs> and a perception. Sorry, make me a. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Make me a um, 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 persuasion check. Fifteen. Fifteen. As you go, squawk kind of like sits back a little bit, crosses his wings. Well, the feathery bits of his arms, anyway. <laughs> Looks at you for a while and then lets out a kind of like little chirrup. As Webley is like, ah, he likes you. And normally he's very distrusting. He's not one to wet his beak. But I think maybe we may be onto something here. What experience do you have? Let's consider this an interview. Um, what skills can you bring to this operation? Quite strong. I can uh, see. I take off. I kind of take off my like, kind of like my, my ball, <laughs> ball. And, and I kind of like, you know, like how like a cowboy would kind of like uh, be like a little nod, and like I've got you know got some metal about me. Uh, the poster, the poster boy, aren't you? You're the poster boy. Yeah, exactly. As you're sharing your skills, you hear the uh, you hear the Kenku squawk. Uh, he's like, "Ha!" As Webley's like, "Play it cool, play it cool." As they both kind of like look down as the guard walks past. Five o, five o. I like to think because he's so old as well. He says it really loud, like "Play it cool." <laughs> but I, I like to ask what they're in for because they don't seem like the hardest of lads. You ask what uh, they're in for <laughs> as um, Squawk basically um, look well looks over at Webley for a bit. They kind of have a bit of a back and forth as Webley Pebbles is like, that's not really something I'm ready to talk about yet. I raised Squawk here from a chick. It was butt stuff. It was butt stuff, wasn't it? Mm. He looks nice, but he knows how to fluff his own nest. He, he will sooner peck your eyes out. He looks like an innocent, but he's not. I look at, I look at Big Bird. I give him like a little smile, like not like a cheeky way, just like a kind of like please don't beat me up smile. And then Webley's like, he may look like he's feathered, but underneath there he's covered in tattoos. He's got gang affiliations. Well, you've been a terrible dad then, it seems. 
<laughs> He's a problem child. You know? <laughs> he said I wasn't always the father he needed, but I stood by him since he was a hatchling. Anyway, we're getting well off topic. <laughs> so, why, why should I trust you guys? All right, look. I'm in here for stalking. Does it make me any more trusting of you? Are these, are these just all low-key bird jokes that you're peppering in? <laughs> you know? I feel like I caught a few of them, and now I'm like, this is uh, definitely you're doing this on purpose. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yes. Okay, look, I was a little bit stalky in my youth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they kept finding me in a dugout with binoculars <laughs> anyway look the, the bottom of this is we need you to prove yourself to us if you want in on this venture and I think we have a venture we need you to prove yourself how, how would you like me to prove myself and then I kind of get onto my knees no, not like that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've told you, the Kenku keeps me warm at night. <laughs> I have no need. Wait. Oh. Wait. 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 Wait, wait, what? No. <laughs> I have no need this what? From blowing? That, that he raised from a hatchling is what? Yes. And I'm, I'm going to quote you and not put anything else on it, is what keeps him warm at night. So he requires... No fellatio, despite him being in jail. Have you ever been fellated by someone with a beak? Wait, <laughs> that's, that's a, a, gent, a gentleman never tells. <laughs> As um, Webley says, <laughs> Webley says, Why are you judging me on my ethics? We are in prison. <clears throat> All right, sir, sir, sir. Besides, my moral compass moves so quickly, it might as well be a fan. So, just take it on face value. What happens in prison stays in prison. He fucks the bird. Yeah, <laughs> the bird. yeah just so a defo fucks the bird. Yeah. yeah, okay. Now we know. Now we know, you know. We can all move on. <laughs> Are these all the thoughts that are happening in Hanash's head? <laughs> He fucks up. Yeah, I think I know Hanash well enough. He's, he's going, oh, yeah, he fucks the bird. I think he said definitely, I love Dad, and then below that, too much. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Daddy loves me. <laughs> um, every so often, you just see the bird, like, peck down at his porridge as uh, Webley's like, yes, you do this little job for us, and maybe we'll consider cutting you in on this endeavour. I think I have a way out of this place. What's the job? I need you to steal something from me. <laughs> no, I need you to steal something from me, <laughs> not from me. <laughs> I need you to steal something from me. Maybe, why is it? I need you to go into the prison warden's office. I need you to break into his desk drawer. And I need you to steal me the picture of his wife. Does this have anything to do with the um, following plan? 
Yes, we're going to take the picture of his wife and we're going to fashion a small canoe out of it. No, <laughs> this, is, this is merely a test of your metal. No pun intended. <laughs> I need to know if you're up for this. Caca! <laughs> uh, I, t- I tell him, I'll, th- I'll think about it. What, like, how, how long until we're planning on this, um, this, this plan? Well... In order for this plan to work, we need the full moon. Full moon is not due for another week. You have a week to prove yourself able and willing. I need you to break into the warden's office and steal the photograph of his wife. Is there uh, are there any more? Is there any room for kind of more people in this pie? I, uh, I know. Um, if you can trust me, then I know some other people that I can trust. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ, what the fuck does this look like? <sighs> Hold on. As him and the bird have a little private council. Sure they do. That's what they call you see, it. You see <laughs> the cuckoo, like, counting his primary feathers as they have an argument uh, as the old man reaches behind and ruffles his feathers. <sighs> How many people? Four or more people. One's very small, if that helps. (laughs) This may change our plans. Two two are magical, so... Mm. Two and a half? I mean, all of us can cast spells. I can't. I tell you what... If you break into the warden's office, get the photograph of his wife. If you break into the Medica, I need you to get me some ointment. Do you mean Lou? (laughs) (laughs) He's got to crack one out to the warden's wife, isn't he? I know where this goes. (laughs) Am I the only one thinking it? I don't (laughs) think I am. What 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 specific ointment do you need? <laughs> ointment and a picture of a woman. I need pile cream and an applicator glove. <laughs> I feel like you probably didn't get that. It's for the Kenku. <laughs> Terrible hemorrhoids. Kaka <laughs> <laughs> I think in Kenku, that squawk meant, please don't let him apply pile cream to me again. Because <laughs> he does it with his cock. <laughs> you need a wing-sized applicator glove. If you can get me a wing-sized applicator glove. But no. <laughs> never mind, never mind. <laughs> Listen, picture of the warden's wife. Yeah. Still in the frame. What's he going to use the frame for? Shag it. (laughs) (laughs) Take it apart and... I don't know. All right, look. I can see that you're reticent about all of this. But prove to me that you have the metal and we will get you and your four friends out of here. To sweeten the deal, I will tell you two facts. Okay. One... On our way out of here, we will be going by the lockup and we will be getting our equipment back. Two, 
I used to be a prop designer for a film company, and I'm used to building things out of wood and cardboard. So you're going to make a cardboard person and put the picture of the one's wife in? <laughs> I don't know, I think it's time to go to the cinema. <laughs> my, my, plan, my plans may be unconventional. <laughs> that was the fucking plan, wasn't it? To make a cardboard wife. <laughs> you're going to mysterio this motherfucker. I Put the fucking picture. It's like a full. It's a full. It's a full scale picture of her on holiday, and it's on the face. It's like it's head to toe, just on her face. Just moving around, like. <laughs> Hello, darling. Yes, <laughs> darling. Okay. Well. <laughs> this has been educational. Thank you very much. <laughs> meet me back here. And oh, we've killed Maud. We'll meet you back here. You have one week. Meet me back here. Bring the lube. No, not the lube. Bring the pile cleaner. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. Didn't I? Didn't I say it? He's gonna. He just wants to crack one. <laughs> Bring the applicator glove, the pile cream, and the picture of the warden's wife. Yeah. <laughs> this is the worst. The worst fucking prison break ever. <laughs> You're just gonna watch this weird man shag a bird, looking at the picture of his and then and then maybe pick a sex doll. <laughs> As we all stand around, just watching, waiting to waiting to leave. We'll just be like, "Why are we here? Why are we here for this? Can we go now?" He's like, "No, uh, no, uh. I can't do it if you're not watching. Yeah, this is all part of the plan. You'll see. You'll all see." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. As Webley Pebbles looks at you, shakes your hand and says, Adieu, good luck, Godspeed, and I will see you soon. I'll think about it. Catch you on the flip side. What do you mean you'll think about it? They're fucking committed. Well, I'm kind of thinking, do I need to do this? I mean, you need muscle. I'm not sure I need to prove myself, but maybe I will anyway. So Listen, me and the bird are getting out of here. So if you want in, come join us. All right. Okay. Travel lightly as um, you part ways, as you make it back to the table. What are you all doing? Can I follow the Kenku stealthily until he's alone? Yes. As you all finish up, you... um, you make your way out. It's normal routine for you to make your way out to the exercise yard to burn a bit of porridge off. Uh, as you all hobble your way out, Aristobulus still mm. like yeah. getting porridge out of his ear hole. Yeah, I want to deal with that in a minute. Uh, you f- you follow the Kenku. Can I, can I also sneak like my breakfast tray with me? Or. I mean, you make your way up to the hatch where you should leave your breakfast tray. Yeah, and through sleight of hand, I'm like, I pretend to put it back, but I'm... <laughs> you want I, to try and hide your breakfast tray down the top of your overall? Yeah, I mean, dragon dragonborns are quite wide, so I imagine you wouldn't really see it. 
Okay, make me a deception check. Or a sleight of hand, it's up to you. Um, let's try deception. Balsia is very good at deception. That's a 12. A 12. As you go to make your way out of the mess hall, you walk and the guard who's standing at the door just looks at you as you've got a rectangular <laughs> kind of shape in the middle of your overall. All right, yeah. Take it back. Take, take what back, sir? <laughs> Do you know how many people have tried rowing out of here using one of those trays? <laughs> Probably you a lot. Them, you could fashion a small raft. I, I lift, I lift the top of my overalls, and it like just falls out. And I'm like, I don't, I haven't got anything on me at all. And just no, that's what I thought. As just as you say that, you see the Kenku walk past with the old man as um, they part ways. Okay, I follow the Kenku. So you follow the Kenku. You see him out in the yard. Um, everyone goes to their different bit of the exercise yard as we said there's various things going on in the exercise yard there's a bunch of people doing free weights people playing their bulls there's uh, hopscotch there's all sorts of things going on in the yard hopscotch <laughs> I don't know I don't know people doing prison I'm too beautiful for prison uh, hopscotch they've got chalk that they're just drawing pretty pictures on on the floor that they're yeah. playing kiss, kiss chase <laughs> Why don't they play Tig in prison? It's an optimum game. Because it's it. Yeah. Oh, it. it. Fuck's sake. You, you see the Kenku go off into one of the shadows. Okay. Is he... Right. Is he... Can I see him clearly? Is his vision cone looking out from the shadow, or... Jesus Christ, what kind of computer basically, game is this? Basically. Uh, he has not... Uh, make me a stealth check. Okay. Uh, 13. 13. As you see him in the shade, he does not see you. You've managed to blend in subtly, moving like like a chameleon. Okay. Like, okay. From group to group of people. Don't you, you literally free weight for a bit, and then you move and you do hopscotch for a while. And then you pick up the chalk and draw a daisy. And then you just lean subtly on a wooden <laughs> post as you're watching him, um, <clears throat> pretending to clean your fingernails. As um, you see him in the shadows talking to somebody, and you realize he's talking to one of the guards, and they seem Ooh. to be having a close conversation yeah. as you see the guard pull something out of his pocket, offer it to the Kenku, who takes a cigarette out of the end of the packet that's being offered, puts it in the end of his beak, <laughs> and just has to lean right out so he can light it. Just about manages to light it with his little wing arms. And uh, the Kenku seems to be having a very engrossed conversation with one of the guards. Interesting. Is he, is he just going, wah, wah, wah. Interesting. And that's where we're going to leave this week's episode. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I literally was just about to sort out my problem with this dude. No, you got, you got pro- There's only one way you're coming back is if you have to sort your own porridge ear problems out. That's for how we're going to commit. 
dangling that carrot, man, dangling the porridge. I'm going to figure out more about this guy. There was a lot going on in that episode. Yeah, there's a lot happening. Considering none of us have any props or itinerary to to use. Well, that's that's the danger with everything that's going on at the moment. It's pure char- character character based. Character based. Right, that's where we will leave this week's episode. <laughs> Hey there fellow nerds and nerdwells, it's AJ here. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Adventurers Anonymous podcast. Well, that was pure fantasy filth, wasn't it? I blame Lewis. The man has a terrible influence. Right, if you've made it this far, why not consider hitting that subscribe button and guaranteeing a hearty dollop of fun-packed fantasy fuck-nuggetry every week? Better yet... Why not give us a five-star review on whatever the hell podcasting platform you're listening to this on and help spread the word of our misadventures far and wide. All of your kind words and reviews really do mean the world to us and they keep us inspired to keep on making more improvised offensive content just like this. As ever, for all the latest news and updates, we can be found across the socials. You can find us on Twitter at AdventurersANO1. You can also be found on Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, Bebo... Gumtree, LinkedIn, and even at adventurers-anonymous.com. So, that just leaves enough time to say a huge goodbye from Chris, Chris, Lewis, Matt, Chanel, and myself. We'll see you all next week. Happy adventuring, my friends. And remember, stay tipsy. Stay tipsy.